In today's episode, we spoke with Katrine. She's a prosecutor in Denmark and gives us a little bit of insight on what that's like. Here's our conversation with her. Can you tell us about the jury system in Denmark? Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm confused. Like, I wasn't aware that we even had a jury system, but uh, we do, apparently. Yeah, we sure do. Um, well, we have, uh, depending on which type of case it is, we have a different type of jury system. If, um, if it's a case where the, um, you get a fine, um, or if it's a case where you plead guilty, there is only uh, a judge and no lay judges and no juries. And then if uh, it's a case where we're looking into a prison sentence, but below four years, we have um, a legal judge and then two lay judges uh, sitting in. And if it's a prison sentence um, of more than four years, then we have um, six juries and three uh, legal judges. Okay, so for the more serious cases? Yeah, have, for the most serious yeah. cases, we have um, we have a jury, but it's it's only um, it's only six people, and then um, three legal judges. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I think that's I think that's you know the way it should be. The judges make sure that the jurors don't um, bring bias into it. They just look at the facts. Yeah, absolutely, and they um, they they deliberate together. So the jury, they, they sit in the same room with the judges and then they agree on uh, if you should be found guilty or not and then on the sentencing. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So do, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Do jurors have any legal training then? Nope, they don't. Nope. But um, unlike America, you volunteer for jury duty in Denmark. So you, uh, you apply for it and then you get signed up for, I think it's a period of two to four years and then you're just called in like from a list in random. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So every, everyone is people who want to be there, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That That's makes awesome. more sense than the way we have it here. People yeah. that actually want to be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's of course, I mean, we, we really, we really try to focus to get like, um, all all genders and all ethnicities, that's a difficult word for a yeah. game. And uh, <laughs> you know, all kinds for, of, for, any yeah, of for Americans too. Oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> but we try to get, you know, different religions and, and age groups and everything. But it's, um, of course, it's, it's not always easy, but we, we really try to get them um, so that it's like, it's representing the population still. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think that's very comforting in the sense that you hear about some cases in America where the jury just, you know, are worn out mm -hmm. and they just want to go home before a weekend or a holiday and they get pushed to make a decision. And so when people sign up for themselves, they know what they go into. Yeah. And it's my understanding that you get like um, your job will... Um, what's the verb well you'll get paid compensated like you won't lose any wages for showing up no 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 um you um well it's mandatory for your employer to give you like the day off or the week off or anything if you have to serve on a jury and you also of course get compensated i mean you have to get paid still from your employer while you're there 
And we also, um, the legal system pays people like a, a small amount of money. I mean, it, it's not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, thank you fee or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the same. Here. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like, I forget what, it's a small, like $12 a day or something, which is and the parking, last time. Sometimes in parking, they'll pay for garages so you can park yeah. your car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think because so, I take the train downtown Dallas whenever I have jury duty and they pay for the tr- the ticket. Yeah. So, so you, you mentioned juries uh, or jurors and also lay judges. What's uh, yeah. what are lay judges? Well, it, it, it's the same thing. We just we, uh, we we separate the two in the Danish language, but I, I guess it's the same oh. thing. It's the same pool of people. So the, okay. the people who serve like um, uh, as a lay judge, I mean, when it's like below four years, they come from the same pool of people. Oh, okay. So they're not who serves on a jury. So they're not really judges trained in the legal field? No, no. Okay. We just call okay. them lay judges. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So good. It's like nine jurors, basically. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's cool. So um, how do you become a prosecutor in Denmark? Uh, well, first you have to get a master's degree in law, of course, and then you get to work at the prosecution's office. Um, if you're lucky, there's not a lot of open, <laughs> open spaces there, but yeah, you apply to get to work there. And um, the Department of Justice is the one who has to approve of you first. And then, of course, the um, what we call it, like the um, kind of like a CIA type thing like a government security stuff yeah you have to get a clearance of course you can't Mm -hmm. um you can't owe too much uh, money to the government and of course you can't have any criminal record um so stuff like that anyone in your close family can't have uh, a criminal record so oh wow i think that's high standards really is that oh wow yeah, it is. I mean, we, we take it serious. We have um, um, and we have cases before where if um, if someone gets like a new boyfriend mm-hmm. who maybe have like a, a questionable criminal record. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, it, if it's bad enough, they get like the choice. It's either your job or your new boyfriend. You can wow. have both. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that's being taken quite seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, not traffic fines and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Taxes, taxes, three taxes, taking notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you gotta be on top of the taxes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So is um, law school, what what are the options? What kind of lawyers do we have here in Denmark? Like what are the, it, when you are, when you have a master's degree, you can become a prosecutor if you're lucky and don't know anyone who did anything criminal. Yeah. And, and uh, but what other options do you have um, to uh, in in lines of work? I mean, uh, we have um, like um, the defense attorneys, like a like a regular lawyer. So either in like criminal law or civil law, and we have um, there's also like businesses where they just have like an in-house legal department where you don't ha- necessarily have to be a lawyer but you can just uh you know kind of advise on the law 
without having to go to court. If you go to court, you have to be a prosecutor or um, a criminal defense attorney. So it sounds kind of like um, a paralegal here, what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. My granddaughter's taking that in, um, well, she's taking early college classes in high school and she's in the paralegal program this year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so you said, actually, it's the Department of Justice is your boss. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, cool. we're a small country, so yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it's like, uh, like a state in America. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So the, probably, yeah. So the Department yeah. of Justice is like the, the, the very big boss, but of course, we have um, like different police stations around the country. Like we're, we're split into, I think, uh, five different parts of the country where they have like their each, their, their each um, prosecutors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good. That's cool. Yeah, okay. All of Jutland and then, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I actually think a Jutland is like even divided into three. Believe it I or think not. so too. I think there's yeah. a court in Alpha, Vigo, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't remember, but yeah. So so it's yeah because we're a small country, it's not like um, that far up to the top of no. uh, of your employee. Yeah. So who do you consider to be your colleagues when you go to work? Uh, I mean. As far as I'm concerned, everybody is is my colleague. I mean, of course, the rest of the, um, all the other prosecutors, the the police are my colleagues, but also the other defense attorneys and the judges, to to a certain degree, are my colleagues, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we have um, we're a small country and we have a small jurisdiction, so we, everybody knows each other. Like a lot of the defense attorneys are former prosecutors, a lot of the judges are former prosecutors, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, I know it's just a question I was going to ask, like here, you have to be a lawyer before you can be a judge and judges here are elected. So is yeah. it the same there or no, no, no. Okay. no. Judges, are appointed? judges are appointed. Yeah, it's like a, it, it, it's like applying for any other job to become a judge in Denmark. It's like a, applying to be a prosecutor. You don't have to be elected. You don't have to be up for election and therefore you don't have to make popular rulings or you don't have to be like as tough as your voters want you to because you're not depending on the people to okay. stay in your seat as a judge yeah and i like that mm -hmm. yeah yeah and also it, another difference is it seems to me also we have a, another party system uh politically in denmark so we don't only have two parties we have a lot of parties <laughs> so that, uh it, it's my impression at least that that politicians have nothing to do with who is uh hired as a judge like no it's a, absolutely it's, nothing yeah it's a very apolitical nope. uh position yeah they, so, they can't touch it they they mm -hmm. they're not allowed to touch it in 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 any way no yeah i think that's comforting really when talking so about yeah about fairness and you know and also now we're up it's uh, election year apparently i'm not sure if they haven't told us yet but it could be in denmark but uh, so everybody's talking about you know tougher sentencing and all that 
that's the yeah. political selling point. But um, they don't have any say in that. They can't. They can make the law. They can make guidelines. But it's my understanding that it's the people who actually work in the system that apply it and and discuss it amongst themselves. Yeah. Well. Yeah. well yes and no. I mean, for the most part, it, it is that way. And that's the way I think most people who work in the legal system, we, we like it to be that way because every case is different. So you can't do like a, a one size fits all. If you, you say you want to be tough on crime, I mean, the, the crime is not the same in every case. People are not the same. So that, that doesn't work. But um, in, in, in newer times, the politicians in Denmark are starting to make like a minimum sentencing. So... Like if you have a, a firearm, like a loaded firearm, you have to go to jail for a minimum of one year and six months, um, no matter what. Like wow. that's the minimum. Yeah. And I think it, it, it sounds fine when you hear it. You're like, okay, well, if you have a loaded firearm, why should you ever get below a year and six months? But the politicians made it because they wanted to be tough on like like gang crime, like bikers and and, and gangs and stuff, but it, it's also, uh, I mean, it's, it, it hits regular people. Like if you have, uh, if your grandpa gave you like an old rifle from the Second World War and you have it at home, but you have no intention of shooting anyone, but you have it in your house because it's uh, like an heirloom. If the police finds that, I mean, you're going to jail for a year and a half, wow. depending on who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't personally, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like minimum sentences. Because right. it, it takes away like the, um, the assessments of the courts, I right. think. The individuality yeah. of the situation. Yeah. And But yeah. I also think that some of our laws here are too lenient, which is yeah. maybe why we have as many issues as we have in America. Um, so I could see both sides of that. If, if you think your sentencing is lenient, uh, Julia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. for that question. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, we'll take that at the end. Yes. Um, what What do you consider your job like? Well, what makes you feel good about your job? What's the mm, end goal? I think the end goal is, um, I mean, we, we have a society where we have decided that we have to punish people who do um, things that we have decided we don't want. And I think uh, one way or another, those people are going to get you know, uh, punished for what they did. But I think for me, it's very important to, I mean, in, in Denmark, we say that the, the the average stain, they come in contact with the legal system like once in their life. So for me, it's very important that the people who go through the legal system, maybe for the first time and the only time that they feel um, hurt, uh, you know, uh, listened to and like fairly treated no matter who they are and what they've done. I, I think that's fair regardless, because they will get a sentence and they will get a long sentence if they did something very bad, but mm -hmm. they have to feel like they, they got a, like a, a fair trial. Right. Yeah. That's good to hear. And I do think it matters just how, how you're being treated. It's the same with the investigation, police investigation, even though maybe mm -hmm. the police aren't able to solve a crime, just as long as the victim or the families feel like they tried and, and did their best, that matters maybe equally as well. It's just not the end result is not the most important thing. No, I don't, I don't think it is. Right. Mm. 
what I what agree. is a, um considered a long sentence in Denmark? Life. Life. Okay. <laughs> Life. Yeah. I mean, that's the longest we got. But okay. I think I think in Denmark for like um, the average crime, every every sentence measured in years is considered uh, long. I mean, for a, a prosecutor, mm-hmm. not for the okay. average thing, I think. No. Okay. But life, yeah. life in the United States is different than in Denmark, I believe. It's. Yeah, you have no parole. In uh, some cases. In, in some, some, some cases, cases yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we always have parole. Always. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are mm-hmm. mostly denied it if it's, mm-hmm. if it's really, really harsh, but they always have the option. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, and what qualities do you think constitutes a good prosecutor, and maybe which ones um, are make a bad prosecutor? Mm, I think the people skills. I mean, your 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 yeah. people skills. Yeah, the the most important thing because, um, I mean, in court as a prosecutor, you have to, of course, present a case in a way so that everybody understands it, especially in jury cases. And also you have to do like um, like a questioning of witnesses, of the defendant, of the, the victims in the cases. And you need to understand people to know how to do that, like the right way, to get people to want to tell you something, to have a conversation, even though you're in, a, in an open court. And the bad prosecutors, I think, are the people who just who can't do that, who treats everybody the same, who, who doesn't understand how do you... Um, question a crime victim how do you question a defendant who doesn't want to talk to you or who talks back at you and I, I think that's important yeah very important so how did you get involved into law and becoming a prosecutor um well I I um I wanted to be like um like the police officer who investigates crime mm-hmm. you know detective. I like um Mm-hmm. Yeah, detective. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like um, I like puzzles and I like uh, solving problems. Um, kind of like the detective work. I think that's exciting. But if I wanted to be a detective, I also had to be like um, like a regular cop, like on the yeah. street. Yeah, and I couldn't see myself like in that role. So I thought to myself, what is the second best thing? You know, what comes closest? And to me, that was a prosecutor. So I get to work with the police. I get to go to court. I get to see all of these cases, and um, yeah, that appealed to me. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering, can you, when police, uh, they bring you a case, right? When they feel like they have investigated, and they say we want to bring these charges, and you look at the case, can you send mm-hmm. it back to them and say, could you go and ask some more people, or did you go down this route, or do you just tell them yes or no? No, 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 no. We we send cases back like a lot. Like um, another important part of the job. I mean, we have to work with the police, but we also have to be the ones who make sure that the work uh, they do and the work they're presented, like it's it's proper and it's legal and it's going to hold up in court. So I we also have to tell them like this this case is not going to hold up in court. I'm I'm not going to bring this. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Yeah. What did this yeah. do? They can they go back and say, okay, okay, we'll interview some more people, or yeah, or... sure. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of time we we um we we make our own suggestions. We like um 
well, this witness, could you ask her this, this, and that? And could you maybe talk to this guy that she says was here? Do you have this surveillance video? Can you, can you do more? And then I can look at it again. Oh, that's awesome. Because yeah. you know what, what, what can be presented in court and what can, yes. yeah. Yes. yes. And we also, I mean, prosecutors in Denmark, we, we, we don't send cases to court where we don't think there's going to be a conviction. So anything that's a bit, you know, on, on the, 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 the tipping board, it's, it's not going to court. Okay. That's good yeah, because so then it's a waste of time for everybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. And we don't drag people through the legal system unless we think that we can get them convicted. I mean, there's no, there's no reason for that for, for anyone. Right. So does it ever happen then that someone is uh, like cleared or, um, uh, you know, found not guilty? Yeah, in court? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, we get, um, we get a conviction in about, I think, 90% of cases that go to court because oh. we do the, the, uh, the selection process before we go to court. Mm -hmm. So the, the conviction rate is, is quite high, but... Of course, the, the the most important thing about cases is that you can you can read one and you can read the witness statements and everything. But when when you go to trial and people get down and they get up on the stand, I mean, they memories change, people's yeah. stories change. I mean, the whole case can change in a second, and yeah. that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, when do you feel that you have done a good job? Is that when you get a conviction or? No, it doesn't have to be. I mean, okay. if I don't get a conviction, it's because um, we haven't done our job good enough. I mean, if the evidence aren't there or if the police didn't investigate everything they could, I mean, we shouldn't get a conviction. It's, it, right. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So that's not an end goal. I mean, okay. of course, if, if, if you have someone where you're like, you are so guilty and everybody <laughs> knows it right I yeah mean, yeah but we yeah. we get we have an appeal option uh for the prosecution as well oh okay i don't think you have uh in america i, I don't think, think the prosecution so. can appeal no if they're acquitted uh, i think they can only appeal an appeal so yeah. like yeah it's, called, it's yeah. On appeal. Yeah. yeah yeah that's the only thing that they can appeal i believe i yeah, could so, be wrong yeah. so we could, uh, or in Denmark, the prosecution can uh, appeal a not guilty decision and say, yep. you know, who, who looks at it then? Um, the, the higher courts, like uh, not the Supreme then, Court, but the step below that. Yeah. Lens on one. Lens Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I guess so, that's, that's why we have, I think we have a rule called, or law called double jeopardy. So if someone is yeah. let go, then they cannot be retried for the same thing. Yeah. Right. Well, we have, we have the same thing, but we have, um, we still have the appeal system. Okay. I mean, you, everybody has the right to have their case tried, mm -hmm. uh, at least twice. Okay. And the prosecution has as well. That seems more oh. fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because especially if more evidence comes to light, mm -hmm. you know, after mm -hmm. a, a not guilty verdict and, you know, there's more evidence that comes to light, then I think they should be able to be tried again. 
yeah, I mean, we, we don't look at it as, as, uh, as being tried again. I mean, in, in Denmark, we see it as it's the same trial. Oh, okay. It's just, it's not, it's not over in the first uh, court. Okay. It can always go to the second court. So it's not like, oh, we didn't get you that time. We're going to come get you mm-hmm. yeah. the next time. It's like this, this case is not over yet because we have like these two instances that we can get to look at it. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like with um, the way it, I think it should be, because here, if you get a not guilty verdict, they don't even look for the the person who committed the crime because they feel mm-hmm. like they had the right person and they got away with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, oh, I have so many <laughs> questions. Are the trials, <laughs> uh, the trials in Denmark, are they public? Because we spoke to a judge and she said, go see trials. I don't know. She really yeah. encouraged everyone to go and see. And I didn't, I realized, I don't know if you can go in Denmark. Yeah, of course you can. Oh, I mean, yeah, all, all trials are public. Yeah, yeah, go see one. I mean, it's great. It's great. I'm, I, I think everybody should go see a trial. All right, field trip. Everyone. We're coming. More than we're, go, we're going to Denmark. We're all going to go. And see. All right. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's awesome. Come see one of my trials. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. sure. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll, I'll go several times. Okay, so trials are public, and it's only yep. if it's like high-profile cases, sometimes the doors is shut or something. Who, who decides that? Um, um, do you know? Yeah, if we have um, cases with uh, like um, like sexual abuse. Oh, sensitive when, when, yeah. cases. When, yeah. when sex offenses, yeah, yeah. yeah. When the victim uh, gives his or her statement, the doors are always closed. Okay. okay. Always. Yeah. That's very fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. respectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just um, I'm not really sure what what you call it. I mean, I googled it and I got a lot of different answers. But um, when the police have an investigation, like it's not a trial, but we bring someone, like arrest them and bring them before a judge for like 24 hours, so we can hold them while the case is still being investigated. I think um, it's called that? arraignment. Is that the arraignment? Arraignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, those are normally help. Uh, with closed doors oh so and then you can police can have a long time as i understand it investigating if someone is in police custody like a year maybe or something yeah it depends yeah. on the crime that that they're arranged for i mean the the harsher the sentence of the crime the longer they can stay like uh in confinement mm-hmm. yeah but as i understand it from in america well all the states have different rules but uh, it's the same thing. You can you can wait uh, for trial in, in in jail, in the county jail or something, while police is still investigating as well. Yeah. Or you or exactly. you can bond out. Do you have a bond system in Denmark? Nope. No. Nope. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I was interested. But Money yeah. doesn't matter here. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't matter. No, no it bonds. shouldn't matter. It should no, be. It shouldn't. Yeah. All about right, justice. Because, yeah. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. agree yeah because the people who are um, of a lower socioeconomic group usually spend their time in jail because they don't have the money to bond out and sometimes the bonds are ridiculously high so yeah i mean i i just i i don't get the bond system i mean if, if you made a crime that's like severe enough for you to sit in jail while awaiting awaiting trial 
I mean, just the, the fact that you have like $100,000, I mean, what difference does that make? Well, how, how, it doesn't even have to be a severe crime. Um, I will say that my son was arrested on a drug charge and was held on a $300,000 bond. Oh, wow. Drug possession. Wow. Drug possession, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. He was able to get yeah. it reduced to a reasonable amount. I don't remember what it was. This was years ago, but yeah. Ha you know, it wasn't a violent crime. It wasn't um, a crime that involved anyone else, really. It was just drug possession and was $300,000. As I understand it, uh, Katrina, isn't it so that the police have to show to a judge that this person can interfere with the investigation for them to be held before trial or be yeah. a danger? Yeah, we have, um, I think, four different options. I mean, of course, the crime has to be like to some severity. I think it's maybe like 60 days in jail that it has to be a crime where you can expect at least 60 days in jail. And then either we have, uh, like, if you're a flight risk, we can keep you. And uh, if we're afraid that you're going to interfere with the investigation, we can keep you. And if you, if we are afraid that you're going to do it again, like if you're going to reoffend, if we keep you out of jail, we can jail you. And then we have um, a one more, which is, uh, if it if it would offend the general population that you are out uh, because of the severity of the crime that you have committed. I mean, um, uh, this Friday I, I put um, um, a guy in jail like um, early in the investigation because he was charged with abusing his stepdaughter, mm -hmm. and that type of crime. Like if, if the general population know that you're charged with that and they can meet you down at the grocery store or out on a bike ride, I mean, it would be offensive. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then we can also put, put people in jail until the trial. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I heard about that. Yes. Not, not this case, but the, if, if, if people get offended by the sentence. And it, it does make sense. Mm -hmm. Even though he might not be offended and not be that standard, because you know, his victim will be far away from him, but mm -hmm. uh, but still people will be like, okay, so we just wait if it takes, like, if the courts are backed up, have you had any problems during COVID with uh, the timing and, and getting the... Uh... Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, the, the courts here were closed for, I think, two months or something. So there, there is a bit, bit of a backup, um, but that's more like on the... Can, can we say the regular cases, like the, 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 the cases that doesn't necessarily need to be rushed? I mean, of course, mm -hmm. if people are jailed, we have mm -hmm. to get those cases as fast as mm -hmm. possible okay. uh, through. So that's kind of the same pace as before COVID, but the rest of the cases, yeah, that they're a bit of a backup. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't do Zoom, um, Zoom uh, meetings or trials? Because I've watched some. Uh, in one in Illinois, and they did the proceedings on Zoom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're not allowed to. Oh. I mean, it's, well, it's... it wouldn't work. You couldn't get on the phone. No, <laughs> we couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, we yeah. have a we have a law that you have to be like physically present in the oh. court. So that law would have had to be changed for us to do court sessions and Zoom meetings. So we we, we couldn't. 
Right. Yeah, we sense. we still have a mix of them here. Now, uh, Katrine, Jude, Tyler, and I are all in different states, and every mm -hmm. state has a different have different laws. Um, so, uh, I know that here we've had um, some Zoom hearings for like minor offenses, but um, anything that like requires a jury would be have to be in person. Yeah, that makes sense. I have no idea about the, I don't really, I'm learning about the law in general. Yeah. And I know that Ellen knows more about my laws than I do. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm late to this party, but I really do need to learn more. And um, yeah, I'm not sure same, what's been going same, on same. here. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think are some of the general uh, misconceptions that people have about prosecutors? I don't think it's bad in Denmark, but. Maybe no, I don't think it's bad in Denmark either. Um, I think the biggest misconception in Denmark is that the um, the victims, they they kind of believe that we are their lawyer, yes. that we are trying the case like for them, mm -hmm. like it's their case. Mm -hmm. And in in Denmark, we look at it um, when you when you report something to the police. It stops being your case, and now yeah. it's like the, the the state's case. Yeah. Right. So and we, I, I prosecute on behalf of the state because we, we as a country, we will not let anybody commit violence or rape or anything. But I'm not prosecuting on behalf of the individual victim. Right. That's the same and, and, here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it is and a I misconception. Think, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's hard for people to understand. Yeah. I mean, I have many people come up to me in court and be like, "Well, you're my lawyer, right?" And I'm like. Yeah. No, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But we do have like victims advocates, right? That that can help, yeah. you know, victims of crime and you know, advise yeah. them or something. But they're not uh, have nothing to do with trials. So. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. they're 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 present at trials. Yeah, um, they are, but only like in um, it, it, there have to be a, a certain severity of the case before you get one. So like uh, violence or sexual assault cases, you get one. But I mean, they're mostly there as like a support and on the matter of um, uh, any financial compensation that you might okay. have, that you want to claim during the trial, they help you with that. But they, they don't touch like the criminal trial at all. Ah, that makes sense, yeah. And um, do you... You can you have a guilty plea here in Denmark, right? If you if you do something, yeah. police catch you with drugs or whatever you're dealing drugs, and can you plead guilty and just go and get your sentence worked out with the prosecutor, or what do you do? No, um, well, yeah, you you can plead guilty, of course, but you you still have to plead guilty in front of a judge and with a prosecutor present because. Um, and you have to, you have to be able to answer some questions about the crime. You can't just say like, okay, right, I did it, but I don't want to tell you any more about it because we don't want people like to take the fall for others. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please check back next week for part two. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you can get notified of when our new episodes release. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Touch by Crime. Thanks, and we hope to see you again next week.